Hungry Girls Gotta Eat. And how about if she's like, I want Mark too? Why can't they both have, like, why can't they both have a stab at it? What? You went from, like, the beginning of this conversation Girl. to not wanting to have sex four to times. Sharing and dick. now you're thinking they should have a three. <laughs> no, I don't want them to share a dick. dick. Having a I don't want them to share a dick. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. I'm also the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and I am a BTS Yeah, you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. We have a special guest joining us today. Yep. Hello, Kayla Gray. Hello, hello. Kayla Gray is our friend. She is also an anchor on TSN, a sports reporter, culture critic, general star. Is she, but is she good at advice? Is that like I was thinking about that? I was like, I feel like Kayla would give good advice, but I actually don't know if you're. Are you a good? What I? <laughs> I mean, I we'll guess see. we're about to find out. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I don't want to wreck too many people's lives, but I mean, are you getting in on? Are you getting in on how much Sash and I are enjoying this Rihanna ASAP Rocky? No, I'm not getting it. Let me say something. I don't know why all y'all are shocked. What is this new hotness for this couple that we are that has been hiding in plain sight? Why are you getting hot and heavy? Okay, but they confirmed. They're boring it. now. They They're boring it. now. Why? Because they confirmed it. You're not supposed to confirm stuff like this. You're you, you're not. The, you're bored by the image of those two yes, bodies. Here's the idea. Here's the thing, right? Jamie Foxx, Katie Holmes. This is what made me hot and heavy because I was like, "Ooh, they're for sure smashing. They are for sure smashing." No confirmation for how many years were they smashing for? Like years? They were together for like what five? Yeah, that's how you five see plus it. years. But I had that allure. I had the question marks, and then they confirmed it. And what happened? They didn't last longer after that. Okay. She was in jail that whole time. She came out of no. Jamie Foxx. No, Jamie Foxx didn't want his his Hollywood bag to stop. Okay, he's like, listen, I already I already impressed these people with my with my Ray acting. Okay, <laughs> my singing career didn't work out too hotly, so we just gonna keep this on the low low. I'm gonna pretend that I'm cool with your ex husband, and I can secure this bag. This is the thing. Now that we know that Riri and ASAP are together officially, like, eh, all right, cool. We've been knowing. They've been doing interviews together. You you talk out of both sides. No, I don't. Your mouth. I feel because like she. When people, <laughs> no, when I people don't. Don't confirm things. When people don't confirm things, you're like, they should release a statement. And then they just, <laughs> no, they release no, a statement. Not, Kayla, not relationships. And then you're like, I don't like the statement. Not in certain relationships. Riri, in my mind, is going to be single forever. These men are just play toys, okay? She is like, ASAP's going to come and ASAP is going to go. So she doesn't need to confirm this. She doesn't need to confirm the Drake's of the world. That's Rihanna we're talking about. 
All right. Can we just talk about, though, what I want to talk about, which is the sex addiction? Before <laughs> this podcast started, you said that you knew a couple, a handful of sex addicts. So I am just I dated a sex addict. You never know. Okay. Because you seem to know a lot about how much they want sex and how it makes you feel when you have that More much sex. More than Sasha, at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which, everyone's a sex addict to me. <laughs> Everybody needs love. Okay. Here's what I hear about sex addicts from a sex addict is it's just that excitement that you get when you first get with someone like you're hot and heavy for them you can go four or five rounds well day two comes year two comes year six comes and they still want to go four or five rounds in a day and the next day and the next day after with that. the same person it's like, it's like a smoke break you just go out bust your nut come back in you're all good it could be with the same person or you could find someone brand new but typically, they don't love to stay in the same relationship. No, I think person. they do. But here's the, here's the stereotypes that come in, is that sex addicts are automatically cheaters. There are couples that have functioning sex addicts in there. Now, it's smart, not smarter, but it's more ideal if a sex addict partners with a sex addict because they both get it and understand it. Right. How do they get anything done? They don't. This like, is this is where it gets negative. Is it's like when you're a sex addict, that is all you're thinking about where you're going to get it next. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not able to function. You can't go through the day to day. So here's also my my thoughts on ASAP calling himself a sex addict. He can have sex any day, any time he wants to. So of course he's not going to say no. It's easier for these male celebrities who can have women falling over themselves for them and have these sex rooms and this, that, and the third to have sex all the time. But that does not make you a sex addict. You just have sex a lot because the pussy is well, he there. Said that, he, said, he said that he's been a sex addict since, since when? he was 13. Since when? Teenager. 13. Teenager. Since middle school. He's been busting a nut he, since he got a nut. Like, constantly. He said, I've been a sex addict for some time. These are things people stay away from. They don't like to admit it. I can't be embarrassed about it. This is how he's describing it. Okay. Although, is that like, you know, is that some sort of uh, assertion of being manly too? No, because think about ASAP Rocky. No, here's the thing that why I rock with ASAP Rocky (laughs) Um, (laughs) is nothing to me in his music or the way that he carries himself is like, I get chicks. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing in his demeanor that is just like, yeah, I get girls here left, right and center. Like to me, he's like one of those like sexy hoodlum dudes mm, with, with good intentions that don't really like, when I think of him, the first association is his affiliation to like the ASAP mob crew, not to women. Which makes me think that he actually probably is a sex addict. Yeah, exactly. As a, right, because when, when you see ASAP in these streets, it's not like you're seeing him with like four women on his on his arm. He's not flaunting yeah. this stuff. There are some celebrities, though, that want to claim sex addict, and it's like, no, you just have that access. That's not being a sex addict. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But what I mean is those celebrities who claim sex addiction or whatever is I was out with this woman and then this woman and then this person. No, they just have problems, honey. Those are problems. <laughs> that's problems that's problems and you probably should get tested is what you should do before you self-diagnose you should get tested is what I'm trying to say okay but is that going to be an issue between him and Rihanna or do you think she likes I know you saw him? the fancy line you think it's gonna be a problem yeah. so 
SNL, do you think this is going to be a problem? Have you listened to her last albums? I don't think this is going to be an issue. Question is, will he be able to keep up and give our girl Riri what she needs? That's what I want. This is the... So I've been having this conversation with people about men and like the way that they carry on as if it's like the woman that has to level up in the bedroom to fulfill their needs. Listen, men out there that are messing around with women, let me tell you something. Most of you ain't shit, okay? Most of you ain't <laughs> shit in the bedroom. You think you are, but you're not. So what are you doing to fulfill the partner in, in the situation? Well, well, where do you go? Clearly, Kayla's got some things to work through. Yeah, Kayla, I felt, was talking to me while she was pointing her <laughs> finger at me. I was like, I don't know. Men, I'll try to do men. sex better. I'll try to do sex better. <laughs> so what, Sasha, do you schedule your sex? We have sex once once a month, once a week? Like, what, what are we doing? Schedule, I don't schedule it, but I'm sure shit not having it four times a day. I, like, I would. Sounds add- like a you problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? I would like to not be the focus of this. I mean, did Sasha write in? Did Sasha write in any advice? I mean, I'm I've now I'm going to have to do some advice like next week. So you know, I've been checking my consistency of bed having, and uh, yeah, happened now. Is one seven six months okay? <laughs> yeah. Welcome. This is me, mm-hmm. Vanilla. Uh, all right. Are we ready to get to other? Drama. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, Kayla, please help our listeners <laughs> with their situations. <laughs> Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I want to get your take on a situation I have between a group of my friends my husband and I hang out with. <laughs> this group is my COVID cohort, and we have a group chat we all take part in. I've known all these people for about five years, and I consider them my main group. On a few occasions when we've been together, one member of the group has said some racist or sexist comments. This friend, Travis. Of course, his name's Travis. No problem. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> wow. They have no problem. Okay, this friend, Travis, and I have no problem calling them out. All right. Well, you Baby. Said it, is a white man. Girl, we knew this. Um, <laughs> and will not admit to having privilege or having any racist ideas. A conversation I was part of earlier this year. Travis said he doesn't believe that there is any discrimination towards women in the workplace. He believes that everything has just been blown out of proportion and that women are equal to men and shouldn't be saying otherwise. He doesn't believe in a wage gap because if he hired a woman, they would get paid the same. But he, but he works in the trades where the wage is set at a standard, so everyone gets paid the same depending on their experience. I had to explain to him that when a wage is scaled more times than not, the male counterpart will be paid more than a female who has the same experience. There have been many other times when Travis has said something that I wasn't there for, but my husband will have been, and I'll get told about it later on. My husband and I have had many conversations over the last few years about acknowledging our privilege and trying to fix the way we think and speak about other people. I thought we were on the same page until tonight. We went out for some drinks as another friend in the group is moving to BC. These are Canadians, everybody. Mm -hmm. The conversation was fine. We were all having a good time and it was turning out to be a good night. Then we started talking about a TV show. One friend made a comment about the teeth of an actor, said they looked strange and crooked and slanted in the wrong direction. Then Travis says, quote, now take this conversation and make it about eyes. No one laughed, thank God. And I said it wasn't cool to say something like that. 
we got past the awkward moment, but the comment hit a nerve with a couple of us and had a com- and a conversation about racism started. Travis said he wasn't racist. He shouldn't be looked down on for making a joke. My argument was that, of course, it's racist to make a comment like that as it's directly related to race. At this point, my husband chimes in and starts trying to defend Travis because we shouldn't stop people from using free speech when it comes to jokes. My husband said that we're becoming a society of rules and that jokes and comedy is art. It shouldn't be looked down. <laughs> art. At, looked at. Art. With the I've never heard it be called as art. <laughs> as regular conversations. This is where my problem is. How do I deal with my husband being okay with this type of behavior in a friend? I'm happy to not have anything to do with Travis anymore, but my husband has a habit of defending people Mm. like Travis. I know that growing and getting past our old way of thinking and acting is hard and it takes time, but I'm at a loss here. My husband has sat many nights with me having deep conversation about the rights of people and how we have to be better in the way we treat everyone. I'm sad that the person I'm with who is growing with me has decided that going back to the way it was is okay. Mm. I want to hear your thoughts on this as your site has been a place for me to grow and change my perspective on issues and how I want to be in the world. Thanks, Lindsay. That's very honest, Lindsay. I appreciate Lindsay's letter here. This is hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is hard. Lindsay wants to grow. Lindsay loves her husband. And her husband may not be going growing at the same pace as her and may even be regressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's regression. What does, I mm. think you just kind of got a look at what white males do. Privately, they're all for one thing, but publicly facing, they're all for that brotherhood, right? Yeah. And that's a that's a pro, that's a that's a uh, another conversation that you have to have. There, there seems to be this thing with certain white men where behind closed doors and the conversations in private, they're willing to be open and share their thoughts. And, and I'm not saying that they're not genuine. They are genuine. And I think that there is the willingness to grow, to grow. But then that willingness to grow gets met with conforming, gets met with pack mentality, gets met with not wanting to let down other people um, gets met with not knowing um, that it might be necessary to cut off people. Um, That all meets you at the front door of public when you're out in the public, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so many times in my life where like I've been hit up in my DMS by, by people I know, uh, friends, this, then the third. And I've had to say, I love you. But also with love, say this all publicly because right. that's where the real work is. So I'm not saying that all the work that your husband has been doing, yourself has been doing, has been for not. But at some point, the work needs to be applied. And so this is a teaching moment for your husband, I feel like. This is a time for you to sit down with your husband to be like, listen, lovingly, with love. I need to discuss with you what happened that night with Travis. Both of you guys need to run through what happened in your mind. Don't talk about his response or what he said in front of your group of friends. Then you kind of replay what happened, revisit. Talk about your view as to how you see things. Let him explain his view as to how he sees things. And then decide as a couple 
what the hell are you going to do when this comes up again? Because let me tell you something, Travis is going to, Travis is around and you're going to meet many more Travises in your life as a couple. And so it, this is, this is what, this is what it is, is how as a couple, when you see something or something being said, are you going to address this? How are you going to, and, and you need to find a way. And it's not to say like, you have to say something. I mean, I, I strongly suggest you all absolutely should call things out. But if, say, for example, you're not someone who likes um, confrontation, but you're okay with sending a follow-up email to be like, hey, remember that night last night? I was not comfortable. Here are some resources that you need to read. These are the opinions of, of what we're feeling like in our household, just so you know. But clearly, there needs to be more conversations about how you guys are taking that work that you're doing behind closed doors and applying it in real life. That's just that's just kind of uh, that's just how I feel about it. What happens if her husband is a racist? Well, what happens? Yeah. What happens if her husband is like, I am for the explicit racism, right? Like if I see an act, I'll call it out. If Travis had said the N word or if he had uh, whatever, anything that's like considered out of bounds, he would have said something. But because he thinks it's a joke, right? And that's where shit gets murky is when people do the right? comedy thing. It's like, because why can't I it in comedy? Exactly. But, but, but this is what she needs to explain to her husband. That's Travis right. Dunn showed you who he was. It's not like this joke popped up out of nowhere. Exactly. So you know what kind of job, you already know what kind of jokes get Travis off. So how about if he doesn't want conversations and digs that get Travis off? But how about if he doesn't want to break the bro, right? The bro thing, right? So how about if he doesn't want to break the bro thing and he also thinks that there should, like, everyone's too PC when it comes to fucking... No, you can't have it both ways. Knock-knock jokes. Can't have no, it both ways, can't right? can't have it both ways. Yes. You can't have it both ways. Listen, I, you know, was in a long-term relationship with someone that was white, and there was conversations in our household of how we were going to address certain racist family members or family mem- members that said some twisted shit. At first, we would just sort of let it fly over our heads and just carry on with the evening and not say anything let it fly over our heads and just be like, oh, well, that is so-and-so. At some point, you're going to need to pull up your uncle. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to need to check my aunt. And so that's kind of like where these things progress. But you have to have that conversation. Well, it's also, you know, there are other, the other ways of, of looking at it too is like, what happens if, okay, he's not ready yet in his journey right. of, yeah. whatever, wokeness. But she is, clearly. Mm-hmm. And if she challenges Travis on the spot, actually, that's not comedy. You're not Dave. And Chappelle. her husband like, beside yeah. her is is saying something and else. what does he do Maybe then? we need to have a conversation. That's what I would ask Lindsay. Yeah, that's what I would ask Lindsay is uh, you you and your husband can take it, you know, to take, take your work in progress behind closed doors, as you're saying, Kayla, public facing. But what does public facing Lindsay do once Lindsay acts on it, on calling out what she sees, is her husband going to have her back? And how is he going to address that? Like, I mean, you know, it's one thing for him to wash his hands of it and be like, I- I'm not going to check him like bro code, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have to abide right. by that. And that, though, that, that's the murky territory. So Lindsay, like, that's what I would ask. Like, you know, what, 
you and your friends openly called it out. Travis disagreed. You guys were like, no, you're wrong. You and your husband talked about it later on and he still took the, posi- the position. So then what do you do? What do you do when you're there? That's the nugget of like, of you have a real ass conversation. You have a, re- this is, and this, but I think that like, it's interesting, right? When we're talking about relationships this summer, a lot of people are finding out who their significant yes. others are. Their friends, yeah. their family. Like, yep. okay. And so I don't care if you got 20 years under your belt because of over the 20 years, if you're a white couple, there are just some things you never talked about. So now you're having some real ass conversations about race. And so you are having a whole new reintroduction into who these people are. It's like, you know, it's not to say like, for example, if you got a dog, let's say, or, um, you know, having a child, you meet your partner again, you get reintroduced into who that person is. It's a, it's a life event or, or certain things start to introduce different types mm-hmm. of conversations into your relationship. The ones I think obviously that are long lasting are the ones that are met with those events, met with those instances, met with those prompts and those core, the core values still keep them together. They can still have the conversations or the debate or whatnot. But a lot of people don't think that's a core value though. And that's where I think this is why Lindsay's writing is like, yes. do, you, do you end a relationship or do you think about maybe ending a relationship? Absolutely. When- no, no, oh. I no, I don't listen. Here's what I think okay. from my, my perspective. Do I end the relationship today? No, no. I do think, right. You don't end the relationship today. I think you keep pushing and I'm going to go back to like what Ava DuVernay said. She was like, listen, we black people um, need to focus on our surviving and our thriving and our joy. We need to rest so that we have energy to keep fighting. So all you white people keep talking amongst yourselves and teaching each other. Right. And so Lindsay, I think this is the job of advocacy too, is that part of the work for you is going to be keep working with your Mm -hmm. husband. The, the few conversations that you've had have not gone are well. not enough. That's are yeah. not enough. They haven't gone well. You you have to keep pushing it because the more that you push it, hopefully we're all hoping that it will be preventable. Like he can turn the corner mm-hmm. and he may not like the worst thing is, is that there are more Travis's or like, you know, your husband turns into a Travis. You got to stop that virus right now. Well, it just, it's, it's on you. It's on like, yeah, it's on the Lindsay's, the Karen's, the Susan's, the Barbara's. Like, don't you? But it's also like, I'll even say like, Corey and I were having this discussion about like, you know, when the whole thing, there was this like big hoopla in Toronto about this white brand that was um, profiting off of um, Asian food. So I was talking to Corey about white supremacy in food, specifically Asian food. To this day, I'll I'll admit it. He doesn't think it's an issue. And I drill this fucking every fucking day we have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I will find material for him to read so that he's not just hearing it from me. And that's another thing that Lindsay can do too. Is yep. like get him to read other person, people, honey. right? Because sometimes he'll be like, you know, whatever. Corey will be like, oh, you're fucking this, this, and that. But I've given him like lots of things to read. I'm like talking about it with him constantly so that he can finally fucking understand it. I feel like I'll get somewhere with him. But for lots of people, they just don't – the same thing about comedy or the same thing about food. They just don't feel like racism lives there, and it does. And so it is – as you said, Lainey, it's like a nonstop, um, like, kneading away so that you can get those people to fucking get a clue. Yeah, and it's going to take some work. And also – 
Yeah. I mean, to, you're married to a white person. I'm married to a mm-hmm. white person, you know, and Yasik and I have been together for 20 years, married 19. And at the beginning, there were times when he didn't believe me when I walked into an, and I've talked yeah. about this before on this show, I walked into an all white space. I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He was like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't feel it. And I'm like, of course you don't. Um, and then he started coming around to that, but it was baby steps, right? Like the minute he understood or like it took him a while to understand that. But then, you know, a few years ago, it's not like he doesn't love, he's, he's like a a Travis kind of, uh, was doing Travis kinds of aggressions. But one night we were all out, uh, at a party and Kathleen was there and he touched her hair, right? Didn't Mm -hmm. know. And so in that moment, she didn't correct him. Um, in that moment, I didn't correct him. Like my awareness was still happening at that Mm -hmm. time too. And it was only later where I did the reading. I like in, in being around black people in hearing the things that like they joke about, cause you're allowed to joke about that, Kayla. You, you're allowed to be like, oh, there's the woman who touched Mm -hmm. my hair. And when I realized, then I flashed back into that incident and I was like, shit, I need to have a chat with Yasik about this. And he was a little bit resistant. You know, he mm-hmm. was like, what? I was just like, her hair was really yes. nice. And I, and, but now he has understood the particular relationship that the black community has with hair because they've been discriminate, uh, discriminated against so mm-hmm. much because of hair. So it's a gradual it's process, gross. Lindsay, is what I'm trying but to say. It's there gross. is a certain point where you're like, how much, how mm-hmm. much learning do you need to exactly. do? And so really, Lindsay, I think this is a positive here because it was a gut check for you to show you where you stand on certain things, but to show you that the work is actually the hardest work. I think for everyone is the, is the stuff that's closest to you. It's the people that are closest to you. Mm -hmm. And so that is your husband. I don't think that reflects on like where you're at. It's just a matter of some people might be more um, advanced in the listening, learning. Some people might me might uh, be further along in their understanding, in their research, and in, in diving into those resources. Um, I don't think this is something to end the relationship. But what I would consider is, if this progresses, if this becomes a consistent problem, you need to check your core values. Like the core values that keeps you together as a couple. If those are being compromised eventually, someone's got to walk away or make an adjustment. You can't fix that. You cannot fix that. I agree. I would say not now. Not now. I mean, not now. Be still, patient. Everyone don't go nowhere. Yeah. But 2020 has been a year of reckoning, right? right? Like you know, you know, as she, she gets wrote, time, she was like, he gets we've time. All, we're all re-examining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all at different stages of growth. I love that. Like Lindsay is opening her eyes. Yeah. I think maybe five, ten years ago, a lot, or even maybe last year there would be a lot of people who glossed over this and not considered a core value. Yep. Clearly, Lindsay considers it a core enough value for her to be questioning the person she married and fell yep. in love with. I'm not trying to say this is a positive, Lindsay, because obviously you're sad and I'm sad for you. It, you can tell that you're really struggling mm-hmm. with this. But I, I think that it's a, if there is a positive, it's that everybody's, people are more and more people are waking up yes. to it. Yes. yes. So good luck, Lindsay. Um, and And – Hopefully what we've said has helped you uh, and it's the work that has to keep going. Totally. Okay, our final question. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I need your advice on a situation going, with, going on with me and my friend Vanessa. We are both in our late 30s and have, quite, have been quite unlucky when it comes to dating. We had boyfriends, but they always end up being turned. <laughs> I love that word, turd. Turd. Okay. We're the only two single women left in our friend circle. And while it's been great to have each other as wing women, especially during COVID, it's gotten a bit more complicated in the last mm. few months. We have the same type in men. Mm. Oh, no. Mm-mm. And I... And when I tell you it's dry out there, I'm not joking. Mm. It's so hard to find a good one. But I finally started talking with this guy, Mark, at the end of August. You know where this is going. Is this going? Oh, no. Mark. Okay, wait. We've only seen each other seven times, but the chemistry is Seven times. We text at least once. We text, well, August to December, seven times. Okay. We text at least once a week, and we're trying to get to know each other better. We're not exclusive, but we're both into seeing where this could go. Vanessa and I have talked about him before, and she knows we're getting to know each other. But two weeks ago, she admitted that she matched with Mark. Kayla's face right now is. Okay, two weeks ago, she admitted that she matched with Mark. And while they've only messaged with each other a few times back in October, she asked if she could see where things could go with him. I'm pissed. I wish this I wish this podcast had video to see. <laughs> Kayla's yeah. face is. I'm pissed for a few reasons. A, she kept this secret from me for months. And B, isn't there a friend code? The conversation got weird and I told her she could keep talking with him, but I know she knows that I'm I'm irritated. I never want a boy to come in between my friendships, but I feel like it has. Mark could turn out to be nothing, but how about if it could turn into something? Now I have to compete with my friend for him. So I guess I want to know what you think I should do. Best man win? Or do I tell Vanessa that I don't want her to see him? Or does that make me a bad friend for blocking her from something? Confused H. Um, okay. Can we just give H another Hillary. Okay, it's Vanessa, Mark, and Hillary. All okay. right. <laughs> first come, first serve. Always first come, first okay. serve. <laughs> okay. But it's not like an apple. No, it is. First it's come, first serve. We're talking friend. about not an apple. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and quarantine. She said the wells are dry. It's dry in these streets. Okay. That's fucked up on your friend's part. Let me just say. That's but is her friend up. being honest? That is fucked up. Yeah. The, the friend knows who Mark I, is and she hard, matched but... with him. Baby, swipe. Do what you got to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like the, yeah, it wasn't like it was accidental. It's not accidental. You know no, what no, that man what looked she was like doing. by now. She knew what she was doing. Ooh, honey, you got more problems than one. This this is deeper than your man. This is this is what's her name again? Uh, Vanessa. Hillary. Vanessa. Oh. The, the, the friend is Vanessa. Yeah. Listen, we've all been there. I once in the real. This is real piping tea. One time, I had sex with my friend's ex. Oh. Okay, what? Vanessa. Let's, okay, let's Vanessa. 
Let's Vanessa Gray. <laughs> no, Vanessa's that. No, okay. Vanessa. So Vanessa, if you're listening, girl, you ain't as bad as me. But I'm just saying, I I understand. No, I don't understand. That's pretty messed up on your part. But here's the thing. Here's why. Because what's happening is there's this level of def- desperation to feel loved, wanted, to shack up with someone, to be with someone. So sometimes that desperation clouds you of your judgment when it comes to how to be a good friend. So it has nothing to do with her trying to, to stick it to you, Hillary. I'm sure your friend wants to thrive, but your friend wants the dick, okay? That was what it was. No, no, but but, but yes. serious. So you're willing, you're, yeah. you're you are willing to sacrifice those morals for some penis. That's just what it is. Um, and I feel like when you are single for a while, and you and it seems as though not that you both are desperate, but there is it, there is a high emphasis on the need and want to find a partner. Mm-hmm. So when you have that, sorry, ladies, when you have that, sometimes you are willing to do anything in your power to 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 get it. This is Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Every man for themselves. Okay? <laughs> you didn't even watch that show. I, whatever. It applies here, though. <laughs> so I say that to say, first and foremost, maybe give your friend some grace. But this is a perfect opportunity for you and your friends to have conversations about boundaries and dating. Meaning, okay, get very clear on what apps. Let me- Whoa, 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 they whoa, are okay. each other's wing. Wait, they, they, they are each other's wing women. Yeah, they're into the but same. After men. you give no, the grace, let, after you give the grace, what do you do? Who gets Mark? We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> this, listen, Mark's gonna come and go. The friend's gonna stay forever. Okay, but so here's what needs to happen because I guarantee you, Mark was not the only one. Oh, this probably okay. just went the furthest. But if you're into the same men and you've been single for X amount of years and gallivanting together, I'm sure there's been instances where you've had your eye on someone and she's gotten the man, vice versa. This We all know this. No, I'm not breaking news here. This is probably what had, what had happened. Here's the issue, though. Mark got to go because Mark just showed you. Mark probably knows who your friend is. He has to know who your friend is at this point, right? If he doesn't, then that still doesn't matter. Because Mark just showed you he does not want a relationship with you, honey. He's still looking and keeping his options wide open. Which is fair because they have, they're not exclusive. Right, but they have come out and said that they both want to see where things see where it goes. Where mm-hmm. it goes. Can't you pause your profile to see where this thing goes with me? Mm-hmm. Months after, listen to me. You guys are at a particular age, okay? What, 39? Let's put Mark in that same boat. You know what the fuck you want. We started what? When did they start dating? Uh, August? Hillary, girl. We are in December. You know what time it is. It is shack up season. Okay. It is, you got it. Cuffing it is season. cuffing season. You get whatever you can out. It's been cuffing years. No, Kayla. it hasn't. But the winter, winter is a different story. There's a level, there's a level of need. Okay. You guys started dating. You guys started um, bucking up before. Honey, if he's still searching, then you know, you, th- that is a clear enough message that he has made his decision that you are not the person for him. Okay, so then getting Mark out then, now new boundaries have to be set. Absolutely, Vanessa. new boundaries have I to be set. Okay, so I don't think Mark has so to Sasha get, doesn't I don't want to give grace. I don't, uh, Sasha doesn't want to give grace I don't want to give grace, and I also don't think Mark has to fucking go. Why not? Mark's Mark, Mark don't want her. But it's only Sorry, Hillary, that was hard. October. 
maybe three months, right? Like no one needs to fucking lock and load after three months. Maybe he got out of a fucking really hectic relationship, wants to take it slow. Mark shouldn't be on the app then. Vanessa is the issue for me. Vanessa is the one who's being shady. Vanessa's the one who's fucking swiping right on your man in October and then comes to you fucking weeks later and says, hi, could I fuck your fucking boyfriend? No. And then, and so then it goes back to, what's her fucking name? The girl who- Hillary. Hillary. Mm -hmm. Hillary, I think needs to be, you say set boundaries, great. But I think Hillary needs to actually fucking come with how she really feels, which which goes back to, hey, Vanessa, remember the time I said you could talk to him? I take that back. It hurts my feelings. It makes me feel fucking strange. I'm going to do it with fucking Mark. And the end. I think that that's okay. Because I think what happens sometimes in, in girlfriend's relationship is sometimes you don't want to be that friend that like, you know, feels the type of way about your other friend hooking up with someone you think is attractive. Like that goes back to what high school and some grown mm-hmm. women don't want to be kind of lumped in there. I agree that she absolutely should say it. But now that I'm thinking about it, it should be, or it might seem very clearly that Mark knows exactly who Hillary and Vanessa are to each other. He got to go. You don't think Mark doesn't know? I don't know. If Mark, why, does, would, I, why would Vanessa go up to Hillary and ask? But is Mark really the problem? I don't, like, I think Mark's fine. That's the thing. No, I don't Mark's think we're the problem. But Mark just got to go. We're focusing the problem. The focus is Vanessa and Hillary. Like, how agree? Like, I get what you're saying. You know, you're like, yes, Vanessa, you, you fucked up, but you're giving her grace because we've been in these pandemic yes. times. And a hungry the, girl's got to eat. A hungry girl has got to eat. People, a hungry girl has to eat. And sometimes horniness clouds, clouds your judgment it. is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So I, I think the horniness clouding the judgment can excuse the swiping and saying yes to Mark. That is bad judgment. Mm-hmm. Can it excuse the lying for weeks? Okay. Even if that's a stretch. Yes, it can. Let's say check, check. Fine. We're clouding the judgment. But do we... Check the third box of horniness clouding judgment Asking. when you have the confrontation confrontation with Hillary and you guys have the uncomfortable conversation. You know Hillary's upset. If you're Vanessa, you're like, I can tell my best friend is upset, but I'm still going to push ahead. Like, those yeah. are the three X's, right? Like, that's where I'm like, that's where I'm like, oh, shit. How, how far has horniness penetrated and, like, degraded your, like, sense of judgment and your friend your friend loyalty yeah. how far are we willing to allow the the dick desperation so let me be clear about something. to to be yeah uh remember that story where i told you i messed with my nope. friends so i was 17 at that time i would just like to clarify i was not a grown-ass adult yep. okay with, so that i guess builds your point but that's your friend though so you should probably understand the boat that she is in or were you speak like were you clear about what mark meant to you to your friend well, I think that's that's what's left to be discussed. And I think that Hillary didn't want to be the buzzkill for her friend and cock block her friend. So she was like, mm, okay. Like, I don't think she was actually truthful with how she felt about it. So I think you have the opportunity now to go back and tell Vanessa, uh-uh, it's not happening with Mark. You got to wait your turn. But then- No, no. I don't even think that that's on the table at but all. can like, I just say- Hillary- If I was- How would Vanessa had- So just work with me here, right? Lainey, you and I are single. We both want- we both want we do have this. Yeah, same so taste. we both want ASAP Rocky. You you got ASAP Rocky just by the roll of the dice of the swipe. You got him quicker. But how about if I'm here being like, but I want to be with ASAP Rocky because I think we have something good. 
that gets complicated. So while I want to say Vanessa's a shady fucking friend for doing what she did, I'm also like, again, Hungry Girls got to eat. And how about if she's like ASAP Rocky, whatever, Mark. I want Mark too. Why can't they both have, like, why can't they both have a stab at it? What? You went from, like, the beginning of this conversation Girl. to not wanting to have sex four to times. Sharing and dick. now you're thinking they should have a three. I don't want them to share a dick. But I some, but a little bit of me is like, fuck, maybe Vanessa missed out. And maybe it was she. I'm s- I'm sorry, Sash. Just like, just to be clear. So, in an imaginary world, you would be okay if ASAP Rocky came over and dicked me down. No, I wouldn't. And then I'm just he's playing a devil's sex advocate. Addict, five minutes let, later. Shit. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I just that's gotta... what I was trying to do. Obviously, Vanessa should be given grace. These are desperate times. Okay. I think the how much grace is my question. <laughs> well, you'd have to assume that this is the first instance. She was kind of being truthful with coming to you about it. I mean. I mean, a couple months late, but she tried. She did try something here. She she, she really thought she was doing something here. <laughs> um, I think you need to be more clear of your more friends um, and who Mark is to you. Um, if Vanessa is your dating partner, ride or die, y'all are doing the apps together and all the things, then I think absolutely you should be having some conversations together about what you go, like who you actually are attracted to, maybe one day you might swipe right on somebody who actually is a better fit for your friend. So look out for your friend and pass him along, vice versa. I don't think that this friendship should end over this. I think it's just like one of those like conversations of like, no, mm-hmm. yo, this is, that's but weird. Both people have to be, both people have to be a little bit more forthcoming. Like Vanessa yes. is, Vanessa, yes, girl, Vanessa girl, if you're listening, you shady boot. <laughs> but also I'm going to just gently, gently check Hillary too. Cause Hillary, you had what our friend Lara calls a suck attack. Mm. You know, yes. the final, the final, the, the final paragraph says here, the conversation got weird and I told her she could keep talking to him, but I know that she knows that I'm irritated. So basically you were being passive, passive yep. aggressive. You're like, fine. Fine, just see him then. Just see him. Like, whatever, I don't care. Just go ahead and do it. So guess what, right? girl? Like, we've all Vanessa's been there. Vanessa's going to do it if she's that desperate. That's right. And it's still bothering you. That's what a suck attack totally. is, right? Instead of being like, listen, this is really weird to me. I'm really uncomfortable. We're clearly in this uncomfortable position. Why didn't you tell me? Like, God, you got to push through the weirdness is what I'm saying. Instead of having a suck attack, go push through the weirdness and get to the heart of this. Why did she keep it from you? Why did she swipe mm-hmm. on him even though she knows that you were seeing him? Maybe it might come out that she's like, well, last time when we were at that place, you said that you were into this other guy. So I just wasn't sure. I don't know. But the fact is your suck attack matched with her deception is not helpful. Totally. Yeah. There needs to be further conversations of and, and, and expressing that your feelings are hurt because that's yes. what's happening here, right? Like tell her that you are hurt by the fact that she did some shady shit. like unravel that so that you can get to the bottom of it because you're so that there is no more weirdness moving forward Mm -hmm. and take mark oh so okay mark's around still everybody yeah (laughs) so you said winter is coming she needs mark Mark is sticking around (laughs) uh everybody keep us posted on this one i want to see where this love triangle goes maybe it turns into a threesome as sasha wants yep (laughs) always threesomes (laughs) Put all the dicks in my mouth. I love that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, your 
You don't hold back. Nope. And that's what we yep. need. Uh, yo, your, your we... listeners are going to hate. They're going to write in, don't you dare have that. Don't you dare. No, oh, my no. God. They're going to like I it. I think they know this. We've we've told people before. Don't you dare. We yelled at a, we yelled at a woman once for um, wanting to cut off her mother-in-law. Then she wrote us back and said that we were way offside. And then we were like, okay, maybe we were. And then we had to redo. We had to do a redo. But then, then we yelled. At, no, but then we yelled at, then we yelled at her husband and called him and, and wondered if her husband was on the boob for too long. Yeah. Not the breath. Damn. <laughs> Yes, because he was not like sticking up for her with the mother-in-law. Didn't wasn't yeah. that the case? Yeah, yeah, yet? we yell a lot. Yeah. This is this is your place. This is we like you here. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave comments and reviews. Keep sending in your questions to SashaLadyGossip.com. We'll be back soon. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.